that. <laughs> I can I can hear something on that. You need to just I'm shocked that I had never heard of this guy. I watched that video the first time and I ugly cried. This has got, it's got my wheels turning and, and that's the Jesus that Mormons believe in. Dallas Jenkins. Is that the Jesus that you presented in this video, in this TV series? Welcome back to Unsolicited episode 52. I'm your host, Norm, the master's dog, Dunham, a.k.a. the Evangelical Norm. So unsolicited is just that. My unsolicited opinion on arts and entertainment as it intersects with the Christian worldview, uh, movies, TV shows, uh, music, videos, books. The majority of what I do is uh, album reviews of guys that I really like in the, the Christian hip-hop world. Uh, I get when I get a new album, I, I listen to it and then I review it and put it out to you guys so you can enjoy it as well. Encourage you to go buy those albums. And so that's really the nuts and bolts of what I do here at Unsolicited is mostly uh, album reviews. As I get more into I've done a, a couple of movie reviews, um, you know, the chosen TV show. I've talked about it. Stuff like that, and, and especially as things intersect with the Christian worldview. I've had guys, I actually have one that I haven't gotten to yet. Jared, I apologize. I've just been swamped. Jared sent me a video that he wanted me to take a look at and respond to. So anything like that. I mean, if there's something out there that, that you see that you would say, you know what, I'd like to see what Norm has to say about this, send it to me. I'll be happy to do whether it's a first-time reaction video, whether I watch it and study it and then kind of break it down, um, any of those things, I'm willing to take that. So any suggestions you have, give them to me. Um, I get a lot of things from, sometimes I'll get guys who are releasing an album that'll say, here, let me let you listen to this a little while early and then you know, drop a uh, review the day it's released, stuff like that. I, I'm not one, when I do an album review, I don't get it, listen to it for a day, and then talk about it. I really want to get into the album. So a lot of times it's a week to two weeks after the album comes out, unless I can get an early release of it, um, which sometimes happens by being a Patreon supporter or, or those things. Um, and then I can, I can devote time to it before, and then when it's released, I can hit it the day of the release and kind of let those two things coincide. But I really want to get inside and really get to the, the meat of the album. I'm a guy that I love a beat. And if I get something that in this album that we're going to look at today um, is one of those where it takes me a long time to actually hear the, the lyrics of a song, 
because I'm so lost in the beat. And uh, so I'll, I'll get distracted, you know, dancing, grooving, doing my thing, you know, play that funky music, white boy, you look like a moron. Don't do that anymore. Um, but, uh, and then I just, I, I lose the lyrics. But again, with, with Christian hip hop, the lyrical theology that most of these guys are putting out. Now, there are some guys that just want to put out, you know, that are Christian, that just want to put out fun music. And that's fine. I mean, you know, if you're a Christian and you want to just do, you know, a, an album, I mean, I'll take a look at that and listen to that. I may enjoy it. I may be entertained by it. The stuff that these guys do within this kind of realm of Christian hip hop that I live in, I mean, these guys are bringing uh, knowledge with the words. They are bringing doctrine. They are the theologians within the words of their their songs and even those that are are like you know political uh topics and stuff like that every single one of them has still got their foundation in the gospel which means in or i mean it's you wouldn't just listen to uh you know uh, i mean you can you can get happy go lucky entertainment sermons from you know guys like Joel Osteen and stuff but i mean when you get a a deep uh, theologically sound and rich sermon from a guy, say like my pastor, Brian Sovey, or from a, a Jeff Durbin or CJ Mahaney or um, Alistair Begg or, or any of these guys that really devote a lot of time to just theologically rich sermons. I mean, the self-help stuff is there that you can get it and it might even be enjoyable, but the rich stuff, you need to get into it and you need to listen and you need to take notes and you need to you know, be a Berean and go check the, the, the scriptures and, and stuff that they throw out. And that's, again, that's why I spend the time in the songs because a lot of these songs, they're not just, you know, off the dome kind of, you know, just entertainment lyrics. These are, this is lyrical theology um, to use a term... I don't know if Shylin coined that term or not, but somebody did, and I, I, it's a, it's a term that I love, and so today is is not going to be any different. So we're going to take a look at a, an album today by uh, the Apologist and Quiet Storm. So this is Volume Two of Rhyme with Reason. Uh, the last one, the Rhyme with Reason Volume One, came out. I want to say, like, was it two thousand? 17 maybe let's take a look uh rhyme with reason volume one 2019 wow i get it feels like it was a lot longer ago should not have this much time between albums i, I quiet storm i love emerson uh what is em i just blanked on his last name i think it's emerson davis um again let's why did I just completely, totally blank on on his last name? I'm pretty sure it's Davis. I'm 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 99.98 percent confident that it is Dave Emerson Davis Senior. Um, so yeah, well, wow. Um, we're friends on Facebook too. I should have. Well, I did. That's where I remembered it from. But I got it. So Emerson Davis Sr., Quiet Storm, Will Mendoza, The Apologist, uh, 
collaborating again for, and I loved the first album. I found out about him and found out about that album listening to an episode of Cross Politic, or not Cross Politic, Cross Examine, um, with when uh, Tony from Hazakim was still on there with Kirk Kennedy. Uh, and they were talking and they were getting into, I mean, going way back, uh, the, the the dynamic twins and just talking about some old school hip hop stuff like that. And then they interviewed, they had an interview. I can't remember if, if Will was on there or not, um, but I know they had the interview with, with Emerson Davis and uh, just, and so that's when I first found the first album, Rhyme With Reason Volume 1. And I loved it. And I've been waiting for the second album to come or anything else by him for a long time since April of 2019. So almost two years since the last album dropped. So we have this album. It is out. It is, uh, again, uh, you can pick it up. It's, it's completely out everywhere. It was released a week early on Bandcamp. So I've had it a little bit longer. I believe it was last week that it was made available everywhere. So you can get it Amazon Music, iTunes, wherever it is. I still recommend you go to Bandcamp. Uh, I believe from hearing what other guys have said, Stract and so on, Bandcamp is where the artist gets the most bang for their buck. The, the more money goes to them. And I'm not sure if Bandcamp is still doing the first Friday uh, thing where like 93% of the revenue goes directly to the artist. So it may not be that anymore, uh, but basically Bandcamp waived their processing fees and stuff like that to where more of the revenue goes to the artist. And then the other thing I like about Bandcamp is you can leave a tip. You can pay a little extra. If the album costs, they give you the option of putting in how much money you're going to pay. And it says, you know, like $7.99 or more. Um, you can put in more. You go to a restaurant. I went to a restaurant this morning, had breakfast with one of my brothers, and uh, and it was really good food, and it's always really good food. I eat there all the time. Shout out to Criddle's Cafe. Um, and I, I always try to leave a really big tip because I appreciate the food, the service, the people, the atmosphere, everything that they put into making it a good experience. I want to bless them by giving a good tip. And we should do the same thing with the music. I mean, they spend a lot of time, <laughs> the Will Mendoza, the apologist and, and the artists that he works with in this case, we're talking about Emerson Davis, but I mean, he's done recent albums with regenerate. He's done. Well, I think regenerate was with uh, doctrinal, um, but still a Christ centric uh, thing with Kirk Kennedy, with uh, believe in Steven. And so, I mean, again, they, he does these, these albums and they put a lot of time and effort and stuff. I think there's something up coming up with Zay, Zeta Blacksmith, um, did a little teaser video out on Facebook here recently, but bring it back around to this album. So I've been waiting for a while. I loved the first one. This one, I love it more. Um, if that's possible. I mean, they're such good albums and they're such deep uh, meaning in the lyrics and then the beats again. I, and this is what I'm really loving about the last few albums that um, the apologist has done uh, with other people. And even like the doctrinal regenerate uh, album going back as far as like November of 2019, I think it was the evangel and Chris Jones uh, 
collaboration where they're putting all the instrumental tracks on there as well so this is this is awesome because um i've been playing these like i i I work a graveyard shift so i sleep during the day so i play music tell myself go to sleep and so i'm listening to these songs as i go and then as soon as it hits into where it's just the instrumental i mean boom i am out like a light but I love these these instrumentals that are there. And I'm like, I may just need to have some of that. You know, maybe get permission. I would always get permission to use any of these in my podcast. But having like a little, just a, a music bed underneath. I mean, a lot of podcasters do that. I've never really done music underneath. I would get distracted. I would get distracted hearing it. But these, maybe I could deal with it with just the instrumental. I can't, I couldn't have a lyric song underneath my uh, my podcasting, but again, I'm rabbit trailing. Uh, so it is a 14 track album, seven tracks with lyrics, and then seven tracks of just the instrumentals of those songs. So as we go through these, looking at this motives was a really, I mean, motives grabs you immediately. And I'll play a little clip of, of motives. And then my other, my favorite song, I think my favorite song on here, as I listen more and more, sometimes they change from day to day. But my favorite song on here is Audience of One. And I think partially because um, we had worship leaders way back in the day that did an album. And they're, they're, the name of their group, the, the two people, when they did albums of just worship songs, they were called Audience of One. So this kind of brings up some the, the just the title, but the, the lyrics and so on as he's talking about why he does this. And, you know, again... I'll, I'll play part of that song for you so you can hear it and, and just kind of get the the gist of what's up. But the reality, the underlying thing, and, and I heard, again, an interview I heard with Kurt Kennedy a few years back on uh, Wrath and Grace Radio. It's what inspired me to actually do podcasting. Um, but he was talking about, you know, Christian artists are always saying, well, we don't do this for a spot in the top 10. And that may be a, a truth, but anybody who puts the the talent and the time and the energy into making stuff. That, I mean, if you just want to make music that glorifies God, you can make a joyful noise and it doesn't have to be all that great and stuff like that. If you're not doing it for a spot in the top 10 and you just want to put it out there and, and, and sing your praises to the Lord, then fine. But these guys are artists they are talented men who are putting their so much time effort and energy into making really good music because they not the reality is they don't just want god to like it but they want everyone to be uh to enjoy it and appreciate it and let it glorify god in that way so there's a couple of truths there that are going on the reality that it it is true that that their ultimate audience is god but they take the time and the energy to make it really good so that other people enjoy it as well. But that, that whole issue of audience of one is, is, and, and let me just let him sing it for you. So I'm going to hit audience of one first and then we'll, we'll go back to motives, but this is my favorite song on this album. This is audience of one and here we go. Sometimes I must admit, I let my pride get in the way, and I think it's all about me, 
and I lose focus. So busy trying to impress people, and I forget that it's really not about me. It's all about him. Uh, there's been jobs that I've worked that I end up getting fired from. Where I had people telling me I inspired them Teaching the gospel to hundreds of kids Never getting any credit Was it something I did? Constantly being overlooked Taken for granted Would they even know If I was a race from the planet And I know it's never been about Getting the praises But everybody but me Is getting them raises I got a family to feed a son that's in private school And staying humble, I know it's something I must do But I feel like all I do is minimize And behind my back, I'm getting criticized The raw emotion I feel leads me to vent And I often forget that all I need is him Lord, change my heart, cause I'm stressed, I need you Help me focus on your grace and not impressing people Throughout the hurt, Lord, and throughout the pain I've learned one thing and it still remains I'm gonna serve you till all of this is done Cause I'm doing this for an audience of one For you, they might not say my name I might be unseen But I'm doing this all for the one king I'm gonna serve you till all of this is done Cause I'm doing this for an audience of one Alright, so there's a little clip of Audience of One. If you want to hear the whole song, you've got to go buy the album. So, and that is my rule. I'm not playing the whole thing. If the, if they do a video or something like that, I'll play the whole thing on there. If you can just access it on YouTube and stuff, I play that. But I don't give you the whole thing because I'm just going to give you a little bit of a teaser so you can go buy the album because I want you to go buy the album. I want you to support these brothers that are making really good lyrical theology. And let me back up a minute because it almost sounded like I kind of contradicted him and, and said, well, now they do this for, for the recognition. It is possible to truly have your, your motive to be to glorify God and then want to, you know, people to enjoy what you're doing. I mean, no artist does music because they don't want people to enjoy it. But again, it's where is your primary motive? What is your primary goal? Is it to get rich, which we've seen people we won't name that other people have made comments about them about they crossed over and didn't take the crossover, right? Sometimes the motives become, I want the recognition. I want, and I'm going to cut the name of Jesus out of my songs. I'm not going to address it the same way that I did because this is what my new motive is. It is okay. It is possible to say, I want people to really enjoy my music, but the ultimate motive is, and they get into this a little bit. In, in the song Motives towards the end, you'll have to listen to that. I'm going to play the beginning of it for you. You'll have to wait to hear the, the punchline at the end of it. But it truly is, you know, you do your best to glorify God and then you let the chips fall. You want people to like it. I know that, that the apologist in Quiet Storm, Will and Emerson, want people to like this music. They, they want it to do well. Because in that, God is glorified. But if nobody bought this, they would still have fulfilled a motive that that is the ultimate underlying thing. God gave them something to say and a beat to put it to, and they put it together and they put it out. And, And that's the motive. The hope is that everybody likes it. 
So here is uh, the, the first track on the album, Motives. This is the one that's right there at the top that's going to grab you right off the right off the bat. So here we go. Motives, uh, Quiet Storm and The Apologist. We are going to take a look inside the mind of an up and coming Christian hip hop artist. Who just swears he knows it all. We're going to find out he has the wrong motive. Yo, when this album drop, it's gonna open doors. I'm talking shows galore, I will go on tour. I'm in my bag now. Ain't nobody matching my grind, I'm here, so make your way to the back of the line. I got the metaphors, rhyme schemes, and similes. Doctrines on point, I teach the Trinity. I'm seminary trained with a little hood and be born radically depraved. There's nothing good in me, so who better than I can replace all you veteran guys who need to retire from your rhymes spitting? All your music sounds the same, but mine's different. See, chase is dead to my secular side switching, so the time is mine. I got the flyest rhymes. You know what? I can even quit my nine to five, so don't question me. Changing the game, that's my legacy. My goal and motivation is to be the best MC. Everybody just trying to be next up. Come against me with them rhymes, only best luck. This game is really shady, that's why there is less love. It takes much more than what you bring to impress us. What's your motive? Do you rap for bragging rights? So what's your motive? Do you rap for cash and ice? So what's your motive? Who do you impact on mics? So what's your motive? Do you point cash the price? All right, so there you go. There is your little bit of taste of motives. Again, that beat, man. Will Mendoza, man. That dude. That is talent for days. I I don't. I I I wish I could bottle some of that up and buy it. <laughs> right. I mean, I I don't know that. And, and I say this honestly because if I don't know that I have ever heard an apologist beat that I didn't like, that or that I was just like, eh, right? I mean, the, every single one of them, I'm like, that is just amazing. And then you put uh, "Quiet Storm" over the top of it. I mean, I love the way the guy's lyrics. I love the way he flows. I everything. So. There you go. <laughs> this is a this is a fanboy review of of this album and I'm not ashamed at all that it is what it is because I love these guys. So with that being said, go buy this album. Wherever it is you're going to buy this don't stream it. Don't just go get it on your Spotify premium or whatever or iTunes buy it. Spend 10 bucks and purchase this album so that these brothers can get paid to take that money and give you more because that's what they're going to do. I mean, the reality is, is they want, I will, I will say this. They want to glorify God. They want people to enjoy their music. None of these guys is doing this to get rich. None of these guys are doing it. Even with, with, with the, idea that they might get rich nobody sticks in the chh world thinking they're going to get rich they go the way of other guys that have received a lot of criticism lately that endorsed a a pro-choice 
Democrat governor, or not governor, but senator in Georgia to get rich. They, they move out. They cross over and they don't take the crossover. Nobody's staying in the, the lyrical theology world to become a billionaire or a millionaire. They want to make money so they can take that and turn that into more music, more stuff, put their, their, talented, their talent to glorify God out there. That requires money. So they want to recoup what they put into one project and make enough to get to the next one. So I'm telling you, please go out, go to Bandcamp, go to wherever, and and drop the price of two um, frou-frou, latte, whatever, super, I don't drink at Starbucks, so um, I hate their coffee. Um, but the price of two large Starbucks coffees, two large McDonald's coffees, two large 7-Eleven coffees, wherever it is you buy your coffee, two larges, the price that it takes for that, go put it down on an album that you will love. I guarantee you, you will like this album. I don't care who you are. You will like this album. You will like the beats. You will like the, you will like the lyrics. You will enjoy and appreciate this album. God is glorified. The gospel is in there. Um, it, it is an amazing album, and you need to go get it. Why haven't you got it already? Go. Buy it. <laughs> and as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.